Welcome to the Small Hours Podcast. My name's Al Gavada. Thank you very much for joining us for special episode number six. This time around, we traveled 150 miles to the great city of San Antonio, Texas. We're at the Corova Venom, Inc. We're talking Tony Demolition Man Dolan, Tony Abaddon Bray, and Jeff Mantis Dunn. We're going to be showcasing tracks from the first two Venom albums in a way that had never been seen before. That's right, live and in person right here in San Antonio. As a matter of fact, we found out a surprising detail from Abaddon about his history with the Alamo City. That, along with more behind-the-scenes info, is coming at you right now. Special edition number six, Venom, Inc. at the Corova on January 27th, 2016, with the Small Hours Podcast. Here we are on the Venom, Inc. tour bus. My name is Al Gavada with the Small Hours Podcast. First off, can't believe y'all let me on the tour bus. They let anybody on this damn tour bus, guys. Yeah, we let absolutely fucking anybody on what this What the hell, bus. man? I know. Three days crawling fucking streets looking for people to bring on the fucking yeah. Yeah. Mainly because we want to get fucking off it. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually had to walk from Atlanta to Richmond because we put so many people on the tour bus we couldn't actually get on the bus. So we what had the shit? You all need to leave some room for you guys. Yeah. 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 We haven't thought about that. We haven't planned it. Yeah, yeah. The trail on the back. <laughs> so who we're talking to, of course, is Tony, the demolition man, Dolan, whom... Hi, hi. Last time I saw you was about three years ago, and I can't, yes. can't yeah. believe you remembered me. No, no. In fact, I lied about the whole thing. Yeah, like, who the fuck? I, yeah, I didn't even remember me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's three years ago, yeah, we came to with uh, Onslaught, Onslaught and yeah. uh, uh, me and uh, Mantis with Empire of Evil, mm-hmm. and uh, and I played this very club, the Corona, so mm-hmm. it's nice to come back and but, do it uh, again. I saw you in Laredo. This time, y'all aren't going all the way down south to Laredo. No, so we're not going. Yeah. I drove 150 miles just to see you guys. Thank you so much. Thank and I'm driving so back tonight to work tomorrow morning, so I hope you appreciate that. But you, you, know, but you know, it was lovely. <laughs> I, I wish we had gone to Laredo because uh, um, I wanted Abaddon to, to sit on the wall outside the venue and listen to those gunshots coming at Aquarius. Yeah, that's good that stuff, man. That was really nice. No, the, Laredo. The stars, the gunshots, yeah, the beautiful. The one, one thing you can also uh, count on probably is the cookout smoke. That's a cookout smoke. It was all on. going on. It was a great night. Yeah, yeah, cows do not want to hang around in Laredo, let me no, tell you what. No, so. no, no, no. Yeah, they, you see them running up and down the street, they don't stop for too long. Oh, hell no, Just dude. Like, case, where's yeah. the exit? Let's yeah. get out of here before somebody <laughs> cuts me up and sells me. Over here to my left, your right, somebody's center, we've got uh, Tony Abaddon Bray, how you doing, Tony? Oh, first thank time, you very well, thank you. first time in uh, San Antonio since when? Oh, first time ever. Never been here. Ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First time ever. Cool. Yeah, Holy crap! Well, welcome to Texas. Thank you very since much. Since he right? defended the Alamo, actually. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Twenty-seven. Well, we want to <laughs> want to thank you for that. Unfortunately, uh, my family is probably shooting at you. Yeah, that's oh, quite all right. So, it's all that shit. And over here making uh, tea, we've got Jeff Mantis Dunn. Jeff, are you going to be participating in the, the uh, interview? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll join you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right, so Venom Inc. is now on tour, and um, it's been, what, nine months since you all kicked it off? Yeah, yeah, uh, so yes. crazy. When you, when you put it like that, it sounds fucking insane. Yeah. Right? Because it seems like it was yesterday, but, yeah. you know, yesterday was Tuesday, so it's not... The Keep It True Festival happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we keep hearing the stories. I don't want to repeat it, but all I want to say is thank you guys for uh, coming to the States. I know there was an issue with the visa early on. You were also we're supposed to be in San Antonio on December 2nd. Yeah. I still have it on my calendar that I had to scratch it out going, yeah. holy crap, I have to wait another month and a half, but here I am. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, I think people had a panic initially that we were going uh, we to cancel it, but I, it wasn't ever our intention. It, it was forced uh, postponement, really, mm-hmm. just because of uh, the visa, because uh, the American immigration were, were behind. Uh, and, and it was um, uh, wait, 
right. American uh, people at American borders were a little touchy. I just don't believe it. Well, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. And if you're lucky, they'll touch you a little extra yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. at the airport and whatnot. That's about 40 bucks. So. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah, how you doing? Yeah. All right, so we're uh, we're we're deep into the, um, well, one more date, I think, in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, segment of the Venom Inc. tour. What is the status, uh, just off the top of your head, what's the status of Venom Inc. right now? We got one more date in America. Yeah. That's a current status. Yeah. But it's, uh, as far as we can tell, the fans out here, it looks pretty fucking solid. Yeah. I mean, Venom Inc. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, holy I mean, crap. Uh, because of the, because of the, 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 uh, the rigmarole we had to go through to, mm-hmm. get, the, uh, to get the visa sorted, these are six-month visas, we, we've got to come back, we've got to use them more, so we've got to be back. I mean, that's the thing. We want to do an album in the meantime, uh-huh. but if we do, that'd be brilliant. That's that's the plan. Plans are what they are, you know? People yeah. stick, you know, fucking fingers up the plans. We, uh, <laughs> but we, 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 we'll definitely be back before the visa runs out, before we have to do all that shit again. Excellent, excellent. So, so the plan is, in case you uh, didn't hear uh, Abaddon, there's a plan of hopefully doing an album in between yes, there somewhere, yes, yeah. somewhere around the summer-ish. Yes. And yes. then hopefully come back to the States. Come back to, to support. Fucking yeah. great. That's excellent. We, we have, we have, uh, uh, we go, f- f- we have one more date in Texas and that's the end of the U.S. tour and uh, or North American because we did, we did get into Canada yeah. although we had to uh, not uh, go into Vancouver so we yeah. had to reschedule that. But then we, we go straight to Metal Assault in Germany to headline that with Liege Lord and then we, we have a gap and then we're, we're off to Osaka Fest, uh, Thresh Fest in Osaka, a few dates in Japan and then we've kind of got a gap although we've got some festival dates to do and there's more festival dates coming in so but we've got to try and find the gap to record something because people are wanting it so much. Uh, uh, we Hopefully we'll have enough for a live product but we'd like to do a studio product mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah to come back we, we went to South America in December and a few of the places we missed out you know Colombia, Peru, uh, Costa Rica, um, Puerto Rico sorry, uh, Argentina, Venezuela and um, the minute that we, we finished in Chile we did Tampico Mexico uh, and we got to Costa Rica they were booking us for to come back like, let me, and let these me, other countries came let, in. So. Can I see the Tampico tattoo that you got? Oh yes. I mean holy crap dude because okay, yeah. I, I follow uh, Tony on Facebook which now you have is it three pages now or you still just have the two? Uh, yeah I think uh, yeah two two, two in the minute and yeah check it out he yeah. got a Tampico tattoo on his arm why did I point the microphone at the tattoo I have no idea I don't know. what the hell man <laughs> scratch it in here yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it yeah but, but yeah. Uh, uh, you know the thing is we, we, we went to Tampico and, and uh, because they asked us to go mm-hmm. and it was our only date in Mexico there was some uh, double booking for Mexico City but people were like why the fuck are you not why are you not going to Mexico City why go to Tampico mm-hmm. but you know when we went to Tampico it was outrageous it wasn't just a show it was like a whole event for the city and um, you know if, if you live in Tampico and you wanted to go to Mexico City to see us and we'd only play in Mexico City it would take you 25 hours on a bus I don't know many people yeah. on a weekday who have 50 hours yeah. to spend getting to and from a venue mm-hmm. and, and, and the cost so but they invited us there and, and it became a whole event you know and uh, and it was amazing so you know uh, I, I try and keep my memories on my skin if I can that's awesome because in the old days I would keep bits of papers flyers and stuff and you forget more than you remember mm-hmm. so I thought well when it's important I'll put it on my skin uh, like this tour I think tomorrow we do an in-store and then as a tattoo shop the, the girl's going to put the rest of the dates oh the nice dates on my skin so I've got going to run out of skin before Venom Inc is uh, well, done with a year skin. oh excellent yeah but as I age like my arse is sagging and my well, tits are sagging well, so shit you want to gain weight to hang I around in just Texas stretch it out yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. 
plenty of beef and whatnot oh down here. God, yeah. <laughs> so now we've got the uh, plans for the album, God willing, and um, tour again to the States. So far, you've been pretty much around the world. Welcome back to Venom, Tony. I mean, honestly, and, and, and you've, we've had this discussion uh, on Facebook about yeah. how pretty much everybody considers you all Venom. Fuck Venom, Inc. I mean, this is fucking Venom right here. Yeah. And nobody can tell me different. So I want to thank you all guys for, for getting together and doing this. And seeing you back behind the drum kit, Abaddon, is just phenomenal. So uh, I'm sure I, I speak for uh, a lot of people uh, around the world thanking you for getting on here. Now, the next one is, please, <laughs> please make an album. <laughs> I mean, having said that, please make an album. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on to, uh, to Mantis over here. I have one question. Speaking of albums, back in 2014, you released some riffs that uh, were a preview of an Empire of Evil album that was going to come out uh, called Unleashed as an Empire of Evil fan and a Venom fan, of course. Can you give me a status on that? The album's basically finished. I mean, all we need is uh, Tony's bass and vocals, mm-hmm. and that's it. And then it'll, it'll go to the mixing stage, production, um, whatever artwork we're going to use. The title's already there, Unleashed. All, all, the, all the tracks are basically titled. I've, I've put a lot of lyrics together in the meantime, but it's just, it's it's really just been it's been time. Yeah, you know, since since um, I mean, Empire was really busy, mm-hmm. and then you know the Keep It True Festival, and then everything just went crazy again. And I mean, we still crazy. had Empire work to do, and we literally we were in Italy doing some show with Empire. We came back one day, packed our clothes the next day, and flew to Canada the next day for yeah. for um, a show with with Venom Inc. But um, it's you know it. Like we've said before, it was never meant to happen. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be a one-off thing, and then all of a sudden, it's just gone crazy. And you know, the fans, the promoters, the industry people—they are the ones who are saying that this is the real venom. Mm-hmm. It's not us. You know, we've always I've never heard you all say it. Those those two guys have been more gracious about the Kronos thing than I have. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, you know, I'll, I'll, I've been pretty vocal about it. But at the end of the day, he's doing what he does, and. Whatever he wants to do, he can do it. You know, I've got no respect for the guy whatsoever. But it's, 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 it is what it is. You know, well, but we're just going out there. We're doing what we do, and for whatever reason, every single night, nobody chants Venom Inc. Everybody just chants Venom. Exactly. And the other thing that we've had the overwhelming response is that, you know, there's a guy who we've just done the sound check there, and there's there's a guy come over and he says, I can't believe you've got the same guitar sound, and you know everything sounds the fucking same as, as black metal and Welcome to Hell, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, you know, that's because we're playing it. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. You know, it, I mean, you've in the other band, you know, you've got two hired hands, both tribute people who are in other bands. Yeah, don't even get me started on that. So, you know, I mean, and and you're not the you're not the first interviewer who said that either. You know, I mean, we did an interview with Jimmy Cabs, and he was he was right behind the whole thing. You know, so I think everybody understands what's going on now. There's no confusion between the two bands. I'm perfectly secure in who I am. I don't need to fucking get out there and denounce everybody else. But um, at the end of the day, like I say, it is what it is, and people are saying we are venom. So, so be it. 
Yes. Now, the thing about the uh, Unleashed album, I'm just ribbing you about that. Yep. If we have to wait another three years to hear Unleashed just so we can get a Venom record from you guys, fuck yeah, I'll wait three years for Empire of Evil. So that's that's how much, and I think I speak for a lot of people around the world when it comes to that. Um, I mean, did the you? Album, the, 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 just before, any, the, the Unleashed album, I mean, honestly, I can't wait for people to hear it. It's fucking, you're, you're going to get a fucking shock when you hear this album. You really are going to get a I'm looking forward to it. I mean, uh, I I asked, uh, I I mentioned it earlier to my uh, nephew who's here with me, uh, Lenny. Hi, Lenny. Hi. Uh, That, um, uh, oh, shit, what was I going to say? Crap. You you broke my train of thought. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, my my one train, my one car of thought just went away. Yeah, but uh, uh, we can't wait for it. I mean, we're looking forward to it, but uh, again, as long, how long can Venom Inc. go in your in your eyes right now? Do you think y'all can continue for the long run? What with Venom Inc.? Yeah, I don't see why not. Fuck yeah, I really don't see why. It's, it's, it's like it's like from Keep It True to now, we didn't plan anything. Mm-hmm. We didn't think, oh, we should do this and we should do that and we should go out against this. None of it was planned. You know, it, it, it's purely being driven by everybody outside of us three. We've simply said. Okay, let's do it. You know, from from day one, and um, you know, it's been such a drive for the new music. People want us to do some new music, yep. and so it's almost like we we feel we have to do it because people want us to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will, but it won't be contrived. We won't sit down and think, right, well, let's try and copy this or try and do that. Or it'll be, it has to be organic. It's got to be organic. And what we found is what we do on stage is you know, there's a chemistry with a certain a group of people uh, you know uh, obviously Kronos Madness Abaddon had that chemistry whatever it was worked and that was that moment mm-hmm. um, you know 30 years later we've got a chemistry which is that moment it's that moment yep. you know and it's as simple as that it's simple as that you know you can't you can't force a square peg in a round hole you know just for the sake of it and and people saying you know oh yeah but you know if only Kronos and stuff and the two of them well what's to say that that chemistry wouldn't be there if the three of them got back together right you know it might be but might not be right um, uh, but, but, but while it is there with us we don't need to question it. What's happening is with that response that the manager just said about the way that people are reacting. There was a woman last night who uh, said uh, uh, she she lived her whole life thinking the first time she ever meets Kronos, she wants to marry him. She's going to tell him she wants to marry him. Has she seen him? Well, but uh, in these younger days, not now. Maybe she doesn't look at the picture. But, but, but that that was her whole thing. Uh-huh. And she said, and she said, you know. But I wanted, I wanted to see this. She said, what well, the minute you started, she said it just changed. And I thought, oh my god, this is venom. This is venom. Yeah. And and it was became an emotional experience because it's real. Mm-hmm. Because we don't give fifty percent. We if we're feeling shit, we give all of that. So mm-hmm. if we feel like eighty percent of our health. We give you get eighty percent. We we don't come off with short measure. We're not walking through fucking numbers, uh, painting by numbers. We're not we're not selling a fucking image. We're not cashing in on anything. What 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 could you fucking cash in on? Right. What you know? Just that's being leveled out. So like oh yeah, they're just cashing in and they're they're uh, um, plagiarizing their own material. What so uh, this man writes a song and has the right to stand and play it? 
Doom says fucking who? Says who? You know, these guys created a monster and they're not allowed to go out and be that monster. Says fucking who? Says one guy who's panicking because he can't survive by himself. It's like, hey, it is what it is. And there's a new generation of fans who literally don't give a fuck whether it's this lineup, that line or whatever. If the music is speaking to them and that's what they do, they spend all their time in their bedroom listening to the music. That's what inspires them. If that music is in front of them being played, they forget. They don't care. And the amount of people who have come and gone, you know, before I came, I was thinking, mm, how's this going to work? As soon as you started playing, I didn't give a fuck about anything. It was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm actually seeing the band. I'm actually hearing those songs. You know, and, and it's indicative as well of the guitar sound. How do you get that guitar sound? It sounds like that album. Of course it sounds like that album. It's fucking him. Fucking Mantis, yeah. It's him. <laughs> if I played it, it sounds like Welcome to Hell, but it doesn't sound like that album because it's me. Yeah. And that's the difference, you know. Um, we played, as you know, you saw us with Empire. We played uh, Venom songs. We, did, we only played them because the fans asked us to play them. We didn't contrive it. We didn't have enough material for live sets. Uh-huh. So we, they said, well, play some Venom songs. We said, well, what Venom songs would you like? And they picked them. Yes. That's why we put them in the set. They picked them. But although we played with drummers, several drummers who yeah. played those songs, they're not him. They're right. not Abaddon. When you put Abaddon on that kit, the world changes. And that's, that's as simple as that, you know. It wouldn't work with me if there was no chemistry between us. There is. There is. We're all on the same page, and that's why it's magical. And it's beyond characters. It's more about the event and the feeling you get, you know. And to have 50-year-old people coming up to you going, fucking hell, I felt like I was 16, and crying two guys the other night in the front row, right at the front of the stage. One put his head down. We played Live Like an Angel. When he came, I go, he was fucking crying. The pair of them were just looking at each other crying. It's like... Wow, that's something. That's magic. That's magical. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, and it's cool that you mentioned that. Not only do you have the older fans, but even just walking around today, there's young fans yeah. that yeah, still that's, that's thing that's, are uh, checking it out. Been most uh, most eye opening for me was I didn't expect that at all. I thought that we would have diehard fans. Obviously, you know, I knew that guys who collect, you know, collect the records of vinyl, all this kind of thing. I'm not going to ignore the band when they're here. Mm-hmm. I get that. But to have a whole new generation again and a generation after that, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's eye-opening. You know? it's, it's incredible. It's fucking crazy. It's like we haven't been here for forever. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck is, why is it still having this, this um, self-perpetuation? I don't get it. But it's there and people love it. And what the fuck, you know? Well, it's telling you what you created, what you guys yeah, created. Yeah, you, all, you all didn't just create songs. You all created, I something mean, something is, bigger. Something now, that, that's what that's what I'm most proud of is that the fact that you know some thirty something years later that the songs have stood the test of time. Absolutely. And you know every night I gave a speech to the to the fans to tell them how important they are. And then when I, when I announce the next song, the, the, the place goes fucking crazy. You know, I mean I, I've seen. I've seen young guys, young girls singing every fucking lyric who probably weren't even born oh, yeah. when these albums came out. And then I've seen the older fans, you know, like groups of them together. And when we kick into a song, they'll all turn to each other and say, fucking hell, yes. Last night, there was, two, there was a guy in the front row and he was going absolutely crazy. And then this other guy pushed in beside him. 
and they were fucking pushing each other to, you know, to get the position at the front of the stage. <laughs> and, you know, it was going to turn into a fight. It got nasty at one point. And then when Tony was announcing one of the songs, I put my hand out and I grabbed this kid's hand, well, this guy's hand, and I shook his hand and I put my other hand out, grabbed the other kid's hand, shook his hand, and then I put both the hands together, wrapped my hands around the wrist and looked at them like that. And I just said, brothers. And they hugged each other and then they enjoyed the rest of the concert. Fuck yeah. So from being, you know, like aggressive with each other, just because they wanted to be at the front of the stage, then there was a unity, you know, and that was all just through the music and everything. And it's great. I mean, last night was fucking insane. It's been like this every night. Every night we've said, you know, it can't get any, it can't get any crazier than last night. I mean, every gig has got crazier and crazier and crazier. The pits got bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, when we kick into those old songs, Live Like an Angel, Sons of Satan, Skits, or all that, you know, the joy on people's faces. And that speaks volumes to me. You know, Absolutely. from just writing a few tunes as a young guy and then seeing the reaction now, it's, it's amazing. And you see, like, like you said that, you, you said brothers to them, and that's what it is, man. It's a family of, of people yeah. that grew up with it, that then shared it with our kids, yes. you know, and, and that's, what, that's what it is. Now, the reason we want to see you guys uh, make an album together is this magic that y'all go, got going is one thing, but now you have 30 years under your belt. Yeah. So not only are you experienced, but you all are fucking insane at your level of talent right now. So, I mean, for us to be able to get some of that, yeah. we'd be very grateful. I think that's why we have to commit. To, that's why we have to commit something to vinyl. We have to. We have to because we want to take that experience of the live and put that on. Put that on who we are, you know, and those personalities with that level of, of uh, you know, call it whatever playability or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, with the, with that journey behind us, you know, um, feeling it, right? Yeah. I mean, I was just going to follow on there that uh, you know. What's been uh, said a lot to us by journalists since we started all of the East Coast right through the Midwest and to, to uh, Northern California, they've gone, you know, how do you feel this is bigger than it ever was before? Um, we don't have that perspective. It's very difficult from the inside to go, is it? Is yeah. it? We can't go outside and look in. We're just traveling on the inside. But I think that's the point, you know, uh, uh, Venom um, and that, 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 that whole thing was, was in a particular place. It was underground. It was very influential. Yeah. But it, it may not have broken to that next level, that Pantera level, that Metallica level, the Slayer level of commerciality. Right. Uh, you know, extreme, extreme, but still, but uh, kind of commercial. Right. So did it break in a huge way? Maybe, maybe not so much, but definitely the influence, uh, it, you know, you cannot deny. But I think what's happening now with what Abaddon's just said about the, 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 the fraternity of young people coming in, they don't give a fuck who... You know, they're not bitch slapping each other on fucking Facebook, this side, that side, this side, that side, mm -hmm. you know, which is being fired, stimulated, poked, um, fueled by those that need it because yeah. they're panicking. Uh, we're not doing that. We're just playing. But those young people don't give a goddamn fuck. For them, they're going, my God, I didn't think I'd ever see Venom. And they're experiencing this as a monster and going, fucking hell. You know, when you can play a club, a bar, we played last night where Johnny Cash had played, Steve Ray Vaughan, you know, Little Richard, 
it was a fucking bar shack thing outside Houston and young people going, fuck, I lost my mind. I've never seen anything like that. Man, that was the best show of my life. You know, they go to shows in the arenas and all that shit, you know. But there we were in that uh, halcyon place and we, we blew their fucking minds. Just, I'm sure, imagine as Johnny Cash did, you know. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the purity of that. And I think that's why I'm understanding now why they're going, it's bigger than it ever was because this young people who would have had to search underground back to the Celtic Frost, back to the Hellhammers, back to the Batteries, yeah. and, and see where the influence are now going, fucking hell, these guys are just coming into town with a brick and going, fucking hell, I'll have some of that. Right, it's like, oh my God, <laughs> it's right there. And then they're coming and just going, I, I didn't realise this existed still. And that's what's happening. So so maybe we'll transcend that, that gap of uh, underground into something else, you know. On this tour, m- m- uh, Max Cavalera came out, we, we had James come out in San Francisco, James Hetfield, you know, uh, John Gallagher came and joined us on stage, Ryan Ways came, you know, we've had messages from fucking all sorts of people going, ah, fuck, I'm sorry, I can't make it and stuff. You know, these are all uh, our, our contemporaries and beyond, you know, yeah. wanting to come and, and, and lose the plot at the show, you know. Two days later, a journalist wrote to me and said, I've just been to the Metallica camp where we're doing something with the management for a DVD and uh, I went to James um, fucking wasn't that a good show and he was like man I'm still fucking buzzing what great songs fucking hell wasn't that a great night you know and, and that's that's it that's getting it you know that's getting the music getting the intensity and getting the feeling that we had well one thing about you mentioned about commerciality uh, you know selling a bit, millions of records it doesn't mean anything because Nickelback is going to be forgotten and fucking Venom is still going to be around I can guarantee that you yeah. know what I mean but I do I mean of course we want you to have commercial success because those uh, those of us that have been listening to you guys since the early 80s believe that you all deserve the success yeah, you know yeah. what I mean because we believe in, in you guys uh, as much now as we did then which is why we're coming out yeah. and why I spent the last how long have I been trying to promote well, yes, this show know. you know what I mean I mean I've been trying and for those of you that are listening uh, to Small Hours Podcast right now um, if you didn't come to the show you're lost yeah. I mean I can tell you that before the show even goes on because this is one of those opportunities that you have like like I mentioned earlier today was how fucking fortunate was it to be at the Keep It True Festival when not only were you all playing with uh, with uh, Empire of Evil but then Abaddon comes on and plays Venom songs holy crap yeah. I mean the, that group of people has something that nobody else is going to be able to experience yeah, they were that moment that's it it's of the moment this band has always been about that they've always been about capturing the moment then fucking walking away from you know this tonight will be what it is and then we'll just get away and walk away we're not going to pick over it we're not going to say oh we should have done this better we should have done that fuck that solo's too long why the fuck don't we blah 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 let's get that fucking song second play it. let's play Nightmare it's not going to happen you know tonight is going to be what it is and what happens if we're going to get out at the end of it we're all going to have a good fucking time at the end of it that will rub off that's real it's pure and that will rub off on people and we get that back we get it back in fucking waves yeah. it comes back at you like a fucking wave it's huge we've got a big fucking PA in there mm-hmm. huge fucking thousands of watts of PA we it sounds phenomenal we can't compare with a fucking crowd tonight I'm telling you when they start singing <laughs> yeah. Countless Bathory 
you want oh, to hear yeah. something? Are you gonna are you gonna tell him to shut up before you start the song again? Because oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's like shh, shh, everybody just shut up, <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> oh, I love it. But uh, um, I want to congratulate you first on your uh, not only your recent birthday, Tony, uh, in San Francisco, but also for surviving an assassination attempt. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, he could have shot at me. I wouldn't have heard him. I wouldn't have heard him. Maybe he used an Uzi during Countess Bathory, <laughs> but we, we would not have heard it. Yeah. But anyway, he was a shit shot. If he was shooting, <laughs> he was a shit shot. Yeah. But congratulations on that. I, I know that we're we're joking about it, and you were joking about it. I mean, obviously, you have to take it seriously, right? But, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, we're, uh, it's one of those, like, okay, just let the day pass so we can just stop talking about it and, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Well, so. it's one of those things, you know, you're always going to get that. You know, I think uh, someone who who is uh, that uh, passionate about their music is to, to be celebrated, you know. But to shoot someone like Dimebag or man. some Nova piece of music is a bit fucking, you know, I think that's something a bit, uh, a bit crazy. Yeah, but, you absolutely. know, if they feel that passionate, they feel that passionate. I mean, I was quite happy to put him on the guest list for every fucking show. And I told him if he didn't have gas money, I'd give him gas money to come to the show. I said, but, you know, don't kill me, because if you kill me, we're both fucked. Yeah. You know, if you wound me, I get a cool score. You get your name in the paper. Everything's yeah, cool. We're good, I said, but, you know, what you should do is you should come down and stand in front of the show. If, if, if after you stood there, you feel the same, fair enough, we can go to the car park. But if you don't, you, maybe you're going to win a bit. And that's the thing. I, the only message I would say to people is, like, you know, trying to judge us from your house right you know with a bunch of old Venom records you know without even allowing yourself the experience why are you not doing that well I guess because you feel if you go you're betraying your girlfriend right you know he doesn't give a fuck he doesn't give a fuck he'll still keep doing his thing and that's what he does we'll still do our thing that's what we do but to deny yourself to deny yourself seeing these two yep. me as well okay don't look at me then you know stand on the other side yeah fucking don't look at me just stare at those two <laughs> if that's what you want but but you're denying yourself the experience yeah. I think that's insane you know that's like going to a going to a, a, a fun park and, and only going on a roundabout you know right. and then going to a shit it's like well how do you know shit you didn't go on anything you know oh, I'm not going to go on anything because like I like the roundabout you know it's like mm. well that's yeah, exactly uh, right it's insane you know more is better and and a world without venom is not a world I ever wanted to be in. But a world with more venom than venom is a fucking perfect Fuck, world. Isn't yeah. It? So that's all I'd say. Just come, let yourself have the experience. If it doesn't turn you on, it doesn't turn you on. But but we'll give you everything we got. So give yourself that chance. Now I was talking to one of the young guys that was here uh, getting your autograph. That young guy with all the the CDs that he, that he had. He's like, all I got to do now is see venom. I'm like, you're right. I mean, because there's no reason why, like you say, both can exist. Yeah. Do we have a preference? Absolutely. You know, I have a preference and. and other people do too whether what camp they decide to go to it's entirely their own and that's fine I mean uh, there's certain bands that I just can't get into other bands that I love that other people are like what the fuck are you listening to you know what I mean and that's absolutely fine now uh, the thing about getting the fans involved don't even worry about it the guy that you were talking about as far as I'm concerned was very disappointing to me because since I've been in metal that they told me by the way 30 some years ago or 40 years ago that it was a phase um (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's always been a family. You know what I mean? Where we support each other. I mean... I mean, we're, we're one of some of our greatest heroes, freaking Rob Halford. I mean, shit, you see uh, discrimination everywhere. Rob Halford's a freaking god in, in the metal world as far as I'm concerned. Abaddon, Tony, 
Mantis. I mean, you guys are phenomenal up there. I hold you guys at a, at a high regard because of your music. As people, I don't know you well enough, but as far as I know you, I think you're badass guys. So, <laughs> uh, especially for letting me on the bus, I appreciate that. Um, before we go, uh, anything else you'd like to tell the fans out there? Because I'm going to share this as much as I can. Just that you know, just keep that in mind. You know, if you if you you're not you're not losing anything. You're only gaining stuff from a venom point of view. You know, and and uh, uh, allow yourself to uh, enjoy every aspect of the band. You know, if you want to say Cronus, you can still say him. If you want to say Madison Abaddon, you can still say them. Maybe not in the same place at the same time. And you think, well, that's gonna I'm gonna be losing out. Well, don't go and see him then, because you're losing out because you haven't got the other two. If you don't come and see us, you know. So yeah. to, to to try and divide that and say one doesn't justify the other, it's it's ridiculous. You you have everything, you know, um, and and you're not losing, you're only gaining. So so don't preconceive anything. Come and when when the song is played. Whatever the song is played, whoever's playing it, if it speaks to you, right? Isn't that the whole point? You know, the band. You, when you bought "Welcome to Hell" and you put it on in your bedroom, uh, these three individuals didn't come and stand over you while you listened to it. They weren't there. You didn't have them as part of the experience. You only had what they committed to vinyl. So you had the sound. That's what made you. That's what drove you. And and most people who comment negative things as well, I found, haven't even fucking seen his version of Venom, and haven't come and see us. So it's like, so you're talking from a from something that's a piece of plastic, you know, from an experience, or, come, or come, a preconception, a preconception. Just forget that shit. Come and feel it. You'll feel it. You'll feel it. And and that's all I can I can say. That's in a total honest way. You'll feel it. You um, told him he would come and feel it. Yes. Yeah. I think <laughs> he could have said the whole thing by saying come and feel it, right? Yeah. 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 Abaddon, anything for the fans? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just come and feel them. <laughs> Just reach underneath the base and feel, yeah, Tony. Just have a reach around, reach around. Have a reach around, just have a feel problem. Come on, have a feel problem. Excellent. Uh, Mantis? Uh, what I always say, the, the fans are the most important part of the music industry. It's a fan-driven industry, and without them, we are absolutely nothing. We don't exist. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Excellent. This has been an interview with Venom Inc. on the bus right here on the the second to last date of the uh, North American leg of the tour, at least this part of the tour, until they come back after they they promised to deliver a new album. You heard it right here. I want to thank you guys for letting me on here, and I uh, can't wait to see you all again when you all come back. Appreciate it. That'll do it for the Small Hours Podcast special episode number six with Venom Inc. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a blast in putting it together. Thank you very much to Rodrigo Celsa of the Venom Inc. camp for setting it up for us. And of course, a special thanks to all three gentlemen, Mantis, Abaddon, and Demolition Man for sharing their uh, tour bus and their time with us to get all this information. Be sure to share it. And of course, check out other episodes of the Small Hours Podcast at thesmallhours.podbean.com. By the way, if you're a metal or rock band that want to be featured on an upcoming episode, feel free to send us an email, smallhoursemail at gmail.com. You've been listening to the Small Hours Podcast with Al Guevara. I'm Al Guevara. We'll catch you next time.